welcome to another Two Network Match Report with me, Adam. I've just got back from Burnley. It's about, it's about half one in the morning. Um, absolutely buzzing with that. It's the first time I've ever seen Newcastle win away in any away match I've gone to. Not many, handful, but first ever time that I've seen them pick up all three points. It's, I'm, I'm absolutely elated. It's, it's such, such a good feeling. Um, I'm going to be a little bit hushed and whispered because uh, I have family asleep upstairs, um, which I'll probably wake during this uh, during this video. But had to just get it off my chest. Had to just uh, recall this before I went to sleep because I, I mean, I'm, the adrenaline's still absolutely pump, pumping. It was uh, amazing. The, the, the you see the scenes at the start of the of the, of the video of uh, the chance um, at the end of the game. And during the game, the, the away crowd was just brilliant in full song. I mean, this is even in spite of the fact there was a half hour delay um, before the game. Um, hopefully the um, uh, the person who was taken to hospital is, is, is okay. Um, but it was almost like the, 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 the half an hour delay sort of served just to warm up the vocal cords of the away fans. And I, I always think in these situations, especially Monday night football, when it's sort of like towards like autumn, winter, it's grim, it's cold. Burnley is pretty grim in fairness. Um, it's really cold. And you just think those kind of conditions really serve the away team, the away support much better than the home side because the home team are like, you know, they're, 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 they're probably quite close to home. It's a Monday night game. So you think, well, they could probably be watching this at home, in the comfort of their own living room with a fire on or whatever, or the radiator on, and it's like, whereas Newcastle fans have travelled like three hours and they've just, that they've fully committed, they're all out for whatever the night brings and they were in such good voice. Um, obviously there was a there was a big change in terms of formation tonight, which kind of caught everyone off guard. I mean, even when the teams were announced the, like an hour beforehand, most expected us to play the same formation we've played uh, the last two games, certainly the 4-2-3-1. Um, and there was a big question about, well, who's gonna who's gonna fill in for, for Paul Dummett? Um, some people saying it was Kennedy, because he, he can play left back a bit, but then that means forfeiting his potential threat in attack. Um, you've got Kieran Clark, who could play left back, probably more like for like for Dummett. And there's even like Javier Manquillo could be pulled in from the sidelines because it's a position that at least he's, he's probably more familiar with in terms of the role and the position more than Kennedy or Kieran Clark. So Kieran Clark came into the side, but it was actually it was it was it was Matt Ritchie who played left wing back, kind of came across from right wing to left wing back. And I think it took everyone by surprise, as I said, and especially Burnley. I think it jarred them because I don't think they'd probably prepared for us playing five at the back. But, and, and this is the beauty of Rafa Benitez for me. This is, you know, off the back of two wins, playing a 4-2-3-1 at home. He goes away to Burnley, who haven't had a good start of the season at all, which I kind of expected. Uh, I think the Premier League always equalises and... I think their seventh was a massive overachievement and, and credit to them, but I must say I'm not a big fan of their style of play whatsoever. I think um, it's 
it's very one-dimensional route one stuff, lumping balls in the box, and you know they've got two very good. Uh, well, if you include Ashley Barnes in that when he came on as a sub, you've got like three strikers who are good in the air and pose a threat, and so they're just humping balls up, hoofing balls up, and it was it wasn't particularly attractive to watch at all. I mean, I felt at least we were having a go, and we we could get the ball down and play a bit, you know. So Key played that that role that he does so well today. The calm, composure, the collected, the good technique, the short passing, the clever and intelligence with the occasional sprayed pass into space when sort of our wing-backs in Yedlin and Richie were kind of hugging the touchline, just sort of waiting to be found. Brilliantly complimented uh, Mo Diarmi as well, who obviously is so important to us in that stat that came out now that he has made the most Premier League tackles in 2018. Modi Army. I mean, that's just how he's vital. He's vital to this team. He's vital to how we're able to set up and how we can defend. And he and he breaks up and he blocks and he does a lot of intercepting and he he does it's sort of a lot of donkey work and he runs relentlessly. He hunts down the ball when out of possession. He, 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 he just does not stop, he's the dogged determination, it's, it's so impressive. Um, but I think what really worked about today was the fact that, and Rafa said it himself in the post-match interview, was, you know, how, you know, we were well disciplined. I think we got like a yellow card right at the end. We worked really hard, we were organised, and most importantly, and this is something that, you know, we won't always know and see, we can presume, we don't always know and see, but Rafa said that they followed his game plan. And, 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 and that in itself is so crucial because it shows that they're buying into him. Even though we just won the last two games in a different way, he comes with a, 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 a five man at the back, which actually was fairly attack-minded because what it did do was that it meant that we played between the lines because we had three at the back and then we had like Richie and Yedlin up and down through the, through the lines. Then you had uh, Diarmi and Key, and then you had Rondon as, as the spearhead. But then you had Perez and, and 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 Kennedy, who were sort of swapping over from left, right to left, left to right, and almost like free rolls behind two, like a double free roll behind uh, Salomon Rondon. And you found that like you know P Perez would be able to be like receive the ball turn and, and just was able to run at their defenders now obviously Tarkovsky and Gibson were out Tarkovsky a huge reason why they were so defensively solid last season Burnley but you had Ben Mee come in who's a pretty reasonable defender as it is but then Kevin Long can't profess to know anything about Kevin Long um, but you know you, you you compare that to Newcastle being without their most, you know, their their first choice centre backs from that amazing run at the back end of last season, Lascelles and Lejeune both injured. But then the quality of the of the replacements that we brought in are two internationals, one of them of which has played in the World Cup final, um, both of a cost of nine million pounds. Like that, that is the di that's the difference. When you have squad depth in certain areas, in which obviously we lack in many areas, but center, central defense, and even if we're bringing in like sort of key and his ability to, to sort of be an understudy, a shell of you, if you like, 
that's the quality that we have. And again, Raf has bought them on a. Raf has bought them on, uh, you know, on, on, on pennies. Bought them on pennies, and I, and I thought, I thought, Kieran Clark coming in on the left side. I think he was absolutely superb tonight, winning everything in the air, making clearances, um, interceptions, just absolutely crucial. Crucial work, especially as they just lumped so many balls into the box, but we were savvy enough to win them all. And I was, we had the strength and we had the composure and the belief to keep them at bay. Now, you know, going 1 0 up after about four minutes was very, very unexpected. We started the game on the front foot and really positively, and it's sort of, I think Mo Diarmi had a kind of deflected shot early on, which led to the first corner. It was like, Right, come on, come on, let's just try and get something. Because I think we probably expected not to see a lot of the ball. And, you know, to get a couple of corners early doors really kind of set, set a nice tone for us going into the game. And, you know, it was, it was a ball came in and it was pushed out again and then it was thrown back in. And then, and Kennedy, it came, felt like Kennedy on the edge of the box. And I think the defender maybe nudged it away from him. I'm not even sure Kennedy was the one who actually passed it. But Fernandez had sort of come out of the box, had him coming up for the corner, and just was hovering on that kind of, uh, you know, left-hand side of the box, but outside the box. And he went to just try and curl one, but he went quite low, and he went to just like bend one into the corner. But Ben Mees stick stuck his toe out, and it's I'm sure you've seen the, the footage now, but then it just loops, just quite majestically, it's gotta be said, over the flailing Joe Hart. Uh, for one nil, and and the, you know, I was, I just, I don't even know what happened in the away end. Like I was, uh, was with uh, Robin and Alex from um, True Faith, and I was, I think, I was hugging Rob at this point, just like, <laughs> I think we fell back into the, the very, uh, cheap wooden seventies, sixties seats that they've got installed there. It's a very, uh, parochial stadium. Um, and so we're just going absolutely nuts. We didn't know what had happened. We didn't know who had scored. I thought it was Perez at first, but obviously it was on the other end of the, of the stadium where we were. Um, went down as a Mion goal, but I think, I mean, Fernandez has just been so important to us so far this season, like absolutely crucial. For him to get a goal, or at least sort of help the goal, absolutely delighted for him. Like he's just brilliant, really, really brilliant. And we continued on. And I think, I think the formation really jarred them. I don't think they expected. I don't think they could work out how to stop us playing between the lines. Um, you know, we were, as I said before, Perez was getting the ball and Kennedy was getting the ball in spaces beyond Jack Cork and Defoe, and we were able to just drive at the defence. And obviously, this is not their first choice defence at all. So we were getting a lot of joy, and we were we were we were really really asking questions of them, like really putting them under pressure to the point that we won another corner and a little short exchange and Richie, probably about the same position as when he uh, crossed for Hosloo against Tottenham, the equaliser against Tottenham um, on the start of the season. Cutting in on his left as he always does um, and sort of drifting in an in-swinger towards the goal. And Kieran Clark, who's come in and, and, and he's had an absolutely fantastic game in the centre of defence, like, 
as I mentioned before, just really mammoth performance for somebody who's been on the sidelines for a while, just watching, waiting for his chance. And a really brilliantly executed, intelligent header across the goal and into the, the opposite far corner, just nestled in between the post. Hart can't even save it. He, he, he can't even save it at all. He's nowhere near it. It's, it, it's just, it's perfectly steered. Um, and that's 2 0 and, and raptures in the away end, like if you thought it was like full voice before, f before this whistle, uh, before the game even kicked off, like a ma I mean, 2 0, it was just, it was electric. The songs were brilliant. There was so much energy, and I think we really drove them towards, especially in, the, in that last difficult sort of 20 25 minutes in the second half when it got a bit panicky. We lost control slightly. And as much as like we seemed to control a lot of that, first half and we were able to um, force them into errors and, and put them under pressure and ask questions and they were just sort of hoofing it, didn't they? We just wanted to get out of there. They still dominated possession in the first half and I think, um, again, we were just cleverer when we did have possession and we're happy to sit back. But when we did have possession, I noticed that they just nobody was closing us down. You'd think that even at you know one nil and especially two nil, their forward lines should be high pressing, scrapping to get our our you know the possession back to try and get back into the game. But it was just it was so easy, it was so easy, and you know it only took again took another long ball that from me who seemed to redeem himself uh, towards Sam Vokes who who's executed a looping header from like just inside the box, 16 yards out. You could argue Dubravka wasn't best placed, but I mean, um, you, you've got to believe that, you know, Sam Vokes had absolutely no right to score from there, from where he did. Absolutely no right. So that's got to be commended. Um, and I think... Um, I think the fact that we had kind of doubling up on the wings stopped them from getting so many balls into the box. I mean, the fact that me got his assist from, you know, a centre-back position crossing the halfway line, that's where they had to assist from, very, very deep. And even then, it was quite an improbable header. It was very impressive. But he had no right to score from where he did. And, you know, at the, the, the time, that was just before half-time, and Rafa's kind of, he'll be gutted with that because I think that changes the tone, and they had a, they had a chance just before half-time as well where Vokes nodded it down for Chris Wood, who has scored against us before in the championship season for Leeds in the last minute. Uh, they had a shot as well, and Debravka was called upon, and we started getting edgy, and it was almost like um, in a boxing match, when somebody's, you know, boxes on the rope, saved by the bell uh, for the end of the round, it was kind of like that. We, I feel like, had they been playing an extra five, ten minutes, we might have conceded a second there, and the whole complexion of the game changes. But we managed to get in for half time, still ahead, and then we started really strongly in the in, in the in the in the second half. We were, we were we went attacking. We went after them. We were looking for that what could be a crucial third goal to see just completely see the game off. So. There was some really, really good work from Yedlin after Diomi had attempted to play him in. Um, my cat's just going to get in the way here, so I'm just going <coughs> to send him down. Cheers. Um, 
So Dion had tried to play on Yedlin on the right hand side. Um, he had a really good game, Yedlin. I mean, he made a he made a kind of match goal-saving tackle uh, in the second half as well when we were really under the cosh. Um, who got in the way of a shot. I mean, Dubravka might have saved it, but he wasn't to know that, Edlin, and that was incredibly important um, for us. So, Diarmi's ball was just played in between two Burnley defenders, and they should have just comfortably cleared it. But as I said before, they were rattled, and they, they were making mistakes, they were making errors, and Yedlin is, was just so determined to win that ball, but he won it off the first person, the first defender. He nudged it past the second and then was closing in on Joe Hart. And it didn't have a shot, but then he nudged it across and it was a ball just bobbling along. Um, and f I mean, the goal was gaping, open goal. Who's rushing in? Matt Ritchie. And basically all I then see is limbs in front of us. I saw the net move. So we're, I mean, we're celebrating. We're, we're away. We're like three. I mean, this is the, these are the, you know, the, the dangers of watching it live because you, <laughs> rather than TV, because obviously on TV you know exactly what's happening at every point. When you're there, you, you, I know I was celebrating a third goal and putting the game to bed. I really, really was. Um, but he, somehow he's transpired to miss um, an open goal with his, with his strong left foot. And it's it's hit the side of the post. It's hit the side net, and, and he kind of he, he just he, and he falls into the net and into the goal. And he's just like I cannot believe he's missed it. Apparently, he had a chat with Rafa as well, and he said, to him, "You know, I, I don't know how I've missed it." And Rafa said in his post-match interview, "Well, well, well, we'll have a laugh. We'll have a bit of a laugh at the end. You know, have a bit of, of a laugh, like sort of like later about it." And I'm thinking, "There's no way Rafa Benitez is going to laugh about that. He's gonna, he's going to be absolutely raging that he didn't finish it off." Um, so, you know, we, we pushed a bit, we pushed a bit, we had a couple more chances and it just wasn't happening. Rondon, who had been on international duty around like Japan, Iran, um, he was brought off for Hosolu, who I thought showed some really nice touches, to be honest. Um, won a couple of headers, um, sprayed the ball out to, 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 to Yedlin. Um, again, for a player who hasn't seen a lot of uh, first team action for a while, he seemed to just slot in straight away, um, so credit to him. And uh, Perez played him through for a really, really good chance towards the end. Um, struck it really true. Um, Hart was completely beaten, ends up, and it just rattles, thwacks off the post and bounces out. And you just think, ah, that was it. And that's, that's two huge chances we've missed in the second half where we could have put the game to bed at 3 1 and been, you know, we, we would have done without this uh, incredibly nervy final 20-25 minutes as I've said and it was very similar to the Bournemouth game at home when it was like right we are definitely bedding in and we are under siege and we just have to fight and battle this out and hope we maybe get something on the counter and Burnley just kept coming and then you know the last 10 minutes we started to make some very silly challenges and panicked a bit and given we gave away so many set pieces Joe Hart was up um, you know Ashley Barnes had come on at this point um, and Aaron Lennon you know like one of these players for, you know for all his pace he only really attempted to use it it was like the last kind of five minutes when Richie kind of scythed him down 
think he got a yellow card for his trouble, but you just think he was always, especially with Richie, in an unfamiliar position, and an unfamiliar side, given that he's used to playing on the right, the touchline. Um, you'd think there would be like a real opportunity there for them to exploit us, you know, exploit a potential weakness, somebody who isn't massively assured about his defensive game at Ritchie. I think his intention's there, he makes a lot of tackles when he is near the players and ball, but I think I think he lacks the mobility a bit to get up and down. I think in his head he knows exactly what he wants to do. And he's clever and he, he's technically sound, but I think his body just doesn't allow him to have the mobility to get up and down. So that could have been a potential position to exploit us later on. We brought in Hayden um, just to fully, you know, just to, you know, batten down the hatches, get to throw an extra man in there. And he was just like quite a loose player, you know, he was bumming forward to try and, you know, run down some time in their corner, winning a throw in, just getting around and trying to do what, you know, pick up some of the slack from the army, chasing people down. Um, and hoping that um, he could chase them down as well to make it more difficult to make them act quicker so they can't get their passes away. But they just kept lumping balls forward, lumping balls forward, and lumping. And you're just thinking, oh, one of these is going in, isn't it? We've come all this way. We've wasted two massive chances. This is what happens on Monday Night Football for Newcastle. I think we've not got to win in 11 before tonight. It never, never happens. Um, obviously, last year we lost 1-0. Um, we got beaten towards the end of the game, back you know back post uh, finish. But you've got the likes of kind of like Brady, who's got a really good delivery, and Charlie Taylor's a fairly decent player as well. But they, they weren't getting joy because we doubled up with wingers and uh, the wing backs, and then the three centre backs were just and Diarmi. Uh, we were doing all that, that that very mucky defensive work, and Key was sort of collected and composed, and calming things down and he sort of led by example he wasn't panicking even in the tight spaces there was lots of intricate passing and then he sprayed it out wide to those wing backs hugging the touchline and that was you know all of this that you saw tonight Rondon did some really good hold up, hold up play tonight using his strength against what was a very physical team and you know our ability to win headers in you know the final third and our defensive third absolutely frustrated them and we had them rattled and Burnley are not the same side that they were last season they're just not and it's kind of right that they're not I think their brand of football is horrible I think it's turgid and it's weird for me that and don't get us wrong so Sean Dyche has done absolutely brilliantly there like last season completely overachieved if we're, if we're looking at kind of wage budget and transfer budget to an extent but that that style of football is is not Good. It's horrible to watch. Um, it's only sometimes effective, and I think they they played a lot of games last season, and, and and they're trying to this season relying on the other team not scoring, so they'll get a point. You know, if I can keep a clean sheet, that's at least a point, and maybe we can nick one. Whereas today we we rattled them with a different formation, sucker punched them in the first quarter of the game, and they could never come back from that. They weren't able to. I mean, I think in the, in the end they had more shots on target than we did, but again, they just didn't do enough with it. Um, you know, it's Kieran Clark's second goal of the season, you know, he's level with Rondon and Hossley was our top goal scorer now. Uh, Yedlin obviously got his goal against Man City, you've got uh, 
Fernandez, he won't be credited with a goal today, but he you know, obviously played a big part in it. So we're getting a lot of joy now from, from scoring defenders, which is quite refreshing. Um, but I think Rafa would have absolutely really wanted that third goal, just so it wasn't so nervy, so he could grow in confidence. But it, you know, to, to be unbeaten in four now, to, be, to have won the last three off the bounce, and, and you were using different formations as well, which is so, I mean, this is Rafa Benitez, this is what he does, he's meticulous, he studies, he learns, he looks for weaknesses and exploiting and, and exploit and how to exploit them. He, he looks for those marginal gains and how he can get gain advantage in the sm smallest areas and add it up. That you know that that's the difference and that's you know two one. That's this is down to him. That his, his, his players are buying into his his instructions. We have this like spine of, of, of Dubravka and F Fernandez and Rondon who have experience and are influential, even key in a very different way is influential because I think he leads by example. He, he's got this calming influence and this composure. Um, it just settles, people getting nervous. And you know, think about Jack Colback and how rash he can be and easy to be and reckless and like he'll always give away a free kick, he'll always give away a yellow card. Key just doesn't, he just doesn't do that. He just doesn't do that, he'll have off games. But the last couple of games that he's played, he's been a huge part, a vital part of these three wins. So I think, I think Richie had a really good game, frustrating in a couple of times. I think defensively he was, could have been exposed and that was there. Their problem that they didn't really obviously missed the open goal, but I think you got his assist. He's creating lots of chances. He's trying to you know getting a lot of crosses in. I thought Clark was probably the standout defender from the night. Um, although they all were just excellent. Shares long balls through for Perez and Kennedy and Rondon were just amazing. The fact that he could hit the spaces in the pockets, in behind their defence, especially the wide. Got so much joy in the first half, um, and they again they just didn't know how to deal with them. They didn't know what to do, um, so that was inc that was incredibly incredibly satisfying. So I think I'll kind of end it there. Um, I'm, it's very very late, getting on two. I'm so pleased, like it's such a good feeling to win, it's such a good feeling to get rid of all just the, the nonsense and the bullshit on social media for, it's been a long two weeks. But this is going to give us really, really good confidence going into the West Ham game. It really is. West Ham are a team who can be humped 4-0. They can win 4-0 equally, but they can be humped. And at home I definitely, definitely fancy us to get a result against them off the back of what there was this momentum that we've generated. Shelby was made the bench, but we didn't have to risk him. Hopefully Lascelles is gonna get closer. Hopefully Muto is gonna get closer. I think Dummett's gonna probably be out for a little bit longer. So maybe we, he changes it up against at home. Maybe he doesn't go five at the back against West Ham at home, but we'll see what happens. I mean, he's Rafa Benitez, he's world-class. If he's gonna change formation, he does it for a bloody good reason. He doesn't just do it on a whim and hope that like, oh, this will mix it up a bit. Like he, he does everything meticulously for a reason. Remember that. I'm buzzing, Rafa was buzzing, the players were buzzing. That away crowd tonight in Burnley was absolutely superb. I'm, I'm, I'll, it'll be a long time before I forget that. It was just, it was brilliant. It was, I was so proud to be part of that. It was just 
what a night. Um, apologies, there's been a bit hushed, but I've, <laughs> again, I've got family asleep upstairs and I have to just get this video out. So thank you very much for watching. Uh, please subscribe if you haven't already. Um, if you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes, subscribe again, rate, please, and um, follow us on Facebook and Twitter. I've been Adam of the Two Network, and this has been a fucking good night. <laughs> I'll catch you later. Bye, Zee, bye.